This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company, it just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. This song is totally inaccurate. Why? Nobody goes to a chapel anymore to get married. Well, I guess that's true. Everybody goes to venues. Venues are popping up everywhere. I want to own a wedding venue. I think it would be so fun to do that. Not just a wedding venue, but I guess a venue in general that you could use it for other things. But how many people do you know have gotten married in a church in the past? Not very many. Yeah. Now that I think about it. This song is Why do you think that's happened? School. Uh, being a hairdresser that does a lot of weddings, have you have you noticed that change over the years? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, I think that's happened because churches don't allow alcohol, and people want to stay in one location. See, you ah, okay. if right now, if you said to someone, "Hey, you're going to get married here," and then we're all going to travel 30 minutes down the road <laughs> yeah. to a reception, people will be like, "What?" Who does that? That's what everybody used to do. I mean, that's what we all Well, do. I mean, if you want free food. Well, yeah, exactly. Or some nuts and mints. If you want to have the simple, cheaper, you get married at a church, you got the reception and the fellowship hall, you have some nuts and some mints, and you don't serve a lot of food, you got some cake. So that's just gone by the wayside because, A, people want to have more food. So sometimes churches have, like, um, where you have to use their caterers, like somebody that's set, that's like, I don't really know why. I'm guessing maybe, maybe let's say an outside source brings in food and then somebody gets sick off that food. Is the church liable? Yeah, they're liable that yeah. someone gets sick. So maybe. I guess they're saying we have, we have. We know, want to control where the food comes right. from. Right. So we have our certain <laughs> people we use. So you're only going to be able to have these, this, you know, this caterer come in and do your food. If you say at the church, a lot of churches don't do dancing and a lot of churches don't do alcohol. So if you want to have dancing and alcohol, you got to move from the church to a different venue down the road and your whole party has to follow and, and you lose people. I mean, I think that's the big thing. People that go to, that go to the, the ceremony and they don't end up at the reception. Yeah. So, or vice versa. Some people don't go to the, <laughs> the ceremony and end up at the reception. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's why that's changed. I think that's a big reason why that's changed. So I hadn't thought about that. So it really is to try to keep everybody in one place and just keep the party going. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I just thought everyone was losing their faith. I guess, <laughs> wow. I, guess I was being Cynical pessimistic. Much? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just joking. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. So as you can tell, we're talking about weddings today. We are talking about because weddings. we just had a big wedding we last week. We just had a big wedding. Emily we and Joey got married. I know. Finally. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty quick, but then again, it didn't seem that it quick. It didn't seem quick, but it was yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. So but it was pretty awesome. The half of the five and a half has now a new last name. That's right. And well, she already had a different last name. Well, she did, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has another new another last new name. Another new last name. Yep. And she's no longer occupying space in the Hardy house. That's right, unless they have a fight. So we're, <laughs> Emily, we're here if something goes uh, wrong. And Joey, and we're Joey. here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have three bedrooms, so y'all could go to either bedroom if and you're fighting. talk to anybody that's listening. You need a room? You're having a fight? Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll drop our address in the comments. That's right. So. We have uh, free counseling. Not sure how good it is, but, you know, whatever. Come on over. We definitely will have some food. So yeah. what did you think about Joey and Emily's I wedding? thought it was so beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It really was... I love... It was at a venue. It was at a venue. What was the name of that place? Dove Ridge. Dove Ridge, which and we've it, been to a few times now. Ridge lives up to its name because what you don't think about when you think about getting married on a ridge is it's going to be real windy. And don't jump. <laughs> well, I don't know why you jump, but it was on a point. It was and pretty I mean, windy. Every yeah. wedding that I've been to there so far, which has been a total of two, yes. uh, has been just so Wendy, if you want to get married on that beautiful point, it overlooks um, uh, a vineyard. So, yeah, that's what was down there. A vineyard. Well, it reminds me of it. Even though you're in Weatherford, it reminds me of being in the hill country. Yeah, you, it does look like the hill country. Yeah, yeah, but it is on a on a ridge, and that ridge is often often very windy. So, and I felt so bad for the florist. They had an arch up, a oh. wooden arch, and she was trying to put in this beautiful floral decoration. They did get a picture before the wind just. I mean, stripped it. Flowers were just they were like, battling that. <laughs> we got there. Of course, you were there earlier than me. But yeah. even when I got there, three or four hours before the wedding, she was battling that, that thing. Woman. Oh yes, gosh, I she know. did so good. And the pictures, they did take some pictures outside, and I'm interested to see those because I feel like there might be some really funny pictures of some crazy hair. You have to Photoshop. I have to Photoshop some hair out, or yeah, whoever the something, yeah. photographer is. Yeah, so. yeah. Her name is Brooke. She did a fantastic. Yeah, she job. did. So, yeah, it was very pretty. Uh, everything was just... It's very worshipful. They had yeah. a moment where they... The blessing, that song, uh -huh. and that was just a cool moment where right. they prayed over the couple and... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was it's pretty very, awesome. It was very cool. I really enjoyed it. It was fun to be a part of. So, on a normal... what? Let's talk about what you do at a wedding. Like, you, you would like to run the whole <laughs> wedding. Because I you have so much, like you have you have so much experience at weddings. Because you're always doing the hair. Also, I'm really good at being bossy. It's my spiritual so, gift. Yes, I don't. We'll have to look to see if that is a spiritual gift, but perhaps it is. Um, I just want to get they into. They probably call it something else in the Bible that's silly, but it's really bossy. Like before we get into like wedding coordinating, which yeah. I think you're awesome at. As as the hair person. Like, describe what your day is. Like, for Emily and Joey's wedding, what was your day like? And Riley, who was the makeup, yeah, makeup person. person. Um, yeah, I, I love doing wedding hair. It's one of my favorite things. People ask me if I enjoy doing updos and stuff like that. A lot of hairdressers don't like doing that. Why? Um, I think that this is what I've always said about hairdressing. You, Some people are really good at cutting hair, mixing color. Okay, so cutting hair and mixing color, that's geometry and chemistry. Right? Yeah. Styling more hair. More mathematical than you would think. Yes. Okay. It is more mathematical. Styling hair is art. And so yeah. you have to be able to kind of flip from one side of your brain to the other to be good at both of those things. And so, you know, a lot of people will get their hair cut and not get a style they leave wet. Um, or, you know, if you have a certain style that your person's been doing forever, they probably know how to do it just fine. But as far as kind of elaborate styles, I, that takes a little more art and I don't know, I, I like to look at a wedding hairstyle and kind of figure out how to build it from the base out. What's, you know, not just on the surface, but what has to happen underneath to make what's happening on the surface look that way. I don't know. It's a form. It's art form to me. 
So you start weeks in advance with the bride, right? Like you Usually the bride will do a bridal portrait. And that's kind of where you decide the look's going to be? Yeah, so sometimes I'll do the bridal portrait and a practice on the same day so the bride doesn't have to come in more than once. And I like to definitely practice with the bride because that's the last person I want in my chair nervous on her wedding day. Stress-free hairdo. Yes, I don't usually practice with the bridesmaids. That would be a little crazy. Every once in a while I practice with the mother of the bride or groom. Um, but for the most part, we don't. I don't practice them. Just the bride. And depending on the problem nowadays is wedding venues are renting out for for a 12-hour period yeah so if your wedding is at um you know let's say your wedding's at five and you're having like pictures at three and you have uh six to eight bridesmaids i can't do all their hair from the time we can get in the venue at 11 to the time they need to be done at two that's four hours that's too many people so i've had to make some different changes like occasionally i'll hire someone to curl hair for me and just bring them with me, and all they do is curl. Like, curling hair takes longer than styling hair. Is this hair. something I could get in on? Probably. Curling hair? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, it's too much pressure of messing people's hair up. I feel like I would burn every... You know, you've seen the YouTubes of yeah, people the, burning their hair off. falls off. That's what that would, to, that would totally that would be, be me. That would be so great. It's, it's a new asymmetric hairdo for yeah, you. Yeah. Ooh, that would be a bad thing on a wedding day. So, anyways, you're not hired. Um <laughs> Anyway, I need to do some I, testing first. Yeah, sometimes I hire people. Sometimes I, uh, I like in Emily's case, I felt like we were going to be pretty crunched on time. I asked the bridal party to come with curled hair. And right. If they can get some curl and bend in their hair, then, I mean, I can style their hair pretty quickly and add add some curl to it. But it's just, I need something to work with. I can't just start from scratch. If I have all day, I can do that. Well, I know a couple of nights before the wedding... You were muttering to, muttering to yourself, and I was hearing numbers. And what you were doing, like you were starting from where the I wedding. I talk out loud to myself. Oh a yeah. Lot. Well, we, even when you're reading text now, and you don't I realize do. I just it. Read them I'm out like, loud. what did you say? I was like, oh, I'm reading this text. But you were trying. You were taking from the moment the wedding started, and you were backing up to see how much time you needed for each person. So, right. what time did you get? The wedding was at five. Yeah, 45? but the first look was at three. First looks at three. So, so what time did you and Riley get there? We got there at eleven. Okay. Uh, no, 10. I got 10. there at 10. Riley got there at 11 because Riley was doing makeup. She had uh, one or two people less than I had for wearing yeah. her hair. And so I started a little bit earlier. And I had plenty of time. It was good. It was really good. Uh, and then Riley came at 11. It's just kind of working out mine and Riley's schedule. Honestly, <laughs> Emily's wedding, the schedule of hair and makeup went almost exactly how it was written out. That really? uh, That... Does I that happen often? Never. <laughs> it never happens. Yeah. The bride always, always, always wants a list. She always wants to know who's getting what done. All her attendants want to know who's getting what done. When everybody gets in that bride in that bridal suite and it's time for Susie to get Is her there a lot of smoking and yeah, drinking and gambling? It, it definitely Emily's winning. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's a joke. Uh it, it's especially at um I forgot I lost my train of thought. You totally threw me off. I'm sorry. You were talking about how it went on schedule. Oh yes, yeah, so in Emily's case, it definitely went on schedule, but typically when everybody gets in the bride suite and Susie's out, you know, setting place settings and she's supposed to be getting her hair done at 11, but she's out There was somewhere. no, there was no Susie at this wedding, by no. the way. This she's was out, a, you know, running around yes. doing whatever. And then all of a sudden another Abby says, I got, I'm free right now. I'll just go. And so usually the order gets all messed up. It gets up, a little chaotic. But it brings the bride and usually the mother of the bride a little bit of comfort in seeing a schedule. That never usually gets stuck to. 
<laughs> it's a placebo, really. Yeah, it yeah. really, it, it really is. Riley and I just kind of work really well together. She's my go-to makeup artist. She stays on track, and we we kind of read each other well in a in a room. So, anyways, that's that's how I feel about our wedding. Okay, hair. so within this within this what do you call it wedding party? Mm -hmm. Who was the worst person to work with? What? No, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I have done, I have been in some bride suites that are. So can you share a story about one of those without really going into names? I have been in some bride suites that they're just not nice people to each other. Yeah. Where they are really kind of nasty to each other. What um, do you do? What, how does that make you feel? I just like quiet when and yeah. get my job done. I mean, yeah. at that point. I have been in some bride suites where the bride's maids gather around the bride and pray for her and help her write her vows. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like some super sweet, like times praying with them and that kind of stuff. Like there's some really intimate moments in the bride suite, but also it can be a, it can be a cat fight. <laughs> this was not a bad one, but, um, yeah. and I can't actually tell the whole story cause this is being recorded, but the, some of the funnest, um, Bride suites are the Greek weddings that I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Them people are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they are so fun. And they just don't mind saying, like, uh, my hair looks like crap and you need to fix it right now. And my makeup looks terrible. They tend to be very direct. They're so direct. And then they can say that. They're they, some they of my would, favorite people, by the they way. They are. They would I look, love going to a Greek wedding. They would look at, they're all, they would all say they're cousins, even half of them are not cousins. <laughs> and they um, don't even know each other and they're cousins. No, they would, they would have no problem looking across the room at somebody that's in their party and yeah. saying, your makeup looks terrible and you need to change it. And if that was like, a good old Baptist girl wedding, <laughs> like that person would be kicked out right then. Oh yeah, they'd be. Bye. They would leave crying. Yeah, <laughs> and mean, you would never see them again. You, it just the way they talk to each other, and then afterwards, they're just they just love each other. They're just so. I mean, I've got so much respect for the way that they. Well, I remember we circled up and did the dancing, and we th we threw plates, and I don't know. I think you did plates. I yeah, it was. Plates. I it's, like it. I just love it. But there's so there's some of the funnest weddings that I've done. And being on the bride suite with them is pretty fun because they are just raw and bossy. They're bossier than me. Which I see, is yeah, I see why crazy. you like this. I know. Yeah. It's so weird to be around people that are bossier than me. You're like taking notes of how to I be know, bossy. How to be bossy. Yeah. Only they don't really care about, honestly, they don't really care about being bossy tactfully. Like they're all like that and they don't care. Like yeah. they're fine with it. It's just it. how they interact. It's just how they interact. But then, but they're also some of the most loving they people are the too. Most love, they are the tightest family people. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. So normally you're the hairstylist, but there's been some times where you branch out into coordinating. I have done a little bit of coordinating, yes. and I want to do more. Because, Hire me. Yes, that she would. She wants to be a wedding coordinator now and a party planner. I'll do the first three weddings for free. Because so I want if, if you're getting to... married now, she'll do your first three weddings. What? So, oh, not, not just one for one person. person. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> the first three weddings. I think I should do the first three free just because I want to like get a feel for like w what I need to make sure yeah. I know. Because you've I been doing weddings for 30 years. It actually stresses now. me out to think about someone paying me for a job that they think I did poorly. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would definitely want to have like, and I don't know, I think wedding coordinators, they make it depends on what you hire them for, but you can hire a wedding coordinator from the time you get engaged to help you with everything, to help you find a caterer, to help you find a florist, to help you find your cake person, to help you find all the people, the venue, whatever. 
some some people don't do that. Some people just hire a day of coordinator. So it would be are, hard to be the day of person and just walk into a situation. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. But <clears throat> that's where the planning detailed comes in. I would need to sit down with the bride beforehand and say, you know, here's what here's here's what I envision this day is looking like from moment to moment. So can you, you know, let's let's plan this together. And I I think I'm pretty good at like keeping the ball rolling. Like making sure that the next event is happening. I think that a lot of bride and grooms make the mistake <laughs> that that the wedding's about them. Uh, excitingly enough, it's not. Um, it is, but it's not. You have to be aware when you've invited. The reception really isn't. Like the no, wedding ceremony is, is, but the reception isn't. At that point, you are entertaining, it's about your guests. You're entertaining 200 guests Yeah. or however many people. And you have to think through how long they're sitting, how long they're waiting, What's the next thing they're looking to do? And you have to be direct with them and what you're, how, you know, I always say like, this person needs to announce this, this, the next person needs to announce this. They need to know your guests need to be informed. Like they are, they, you don't want them just sitting there wondering. So I try to think of when I think through a timeline, I think through like, what am I doing? What would I be doing? And what would I be wondering right. if I was a guest? Because like you'll finish your appetizer or whatever. And then people are kind of, you're socializing and stuff and mingling, but then at the same time, you're also thinking, okay, what's supposed to be happening what's now? What's supposed to be happening? You're, yeah. you're waiting There's... for the next thing. And it's hard because if you have, you know, a big part, a big, you know, bunch of people, then you, you're feeding one set. The last people, the first people are done eating and the last people haven't started it. So right. you have to kind of figure out what can you to do To keep the agenda going. To keep things moving. Exactly. Because you don't, you want, you want people, in my I'm just usually the guest. I come tag along. I'm the plus one most of the time. I want. I would rather it be a party where I wanted more of that than, oh my gosh, when is this ending? When is this ending, yeah. yeah. When you stretch it out right. and things aren't happening. Right. And you you start losing guests. And mm. you don't, you, especially when, what do you call it, the send-off? Yes. You want people there for the send-off. You want people there, yeah. But we've, I've, we've been to so many weddings that the reception's gone so long that half the crowd's gone. Yes. And, and you have this you little got, group sending yeah, you off. you got five sparklers. Right. <laughs> so if you, you want a big send-off, you got to stay keep, on schedule. Keep your timeline rolling. Right. Keep your timeline rolling. Yeah. I mean, people want just the next thing. They want to know, like, what are we doing next? And keep, keep it moving. Because I've seen you in many oh, situations. <laughs> I try to quietly take it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you can see that things as are going. As I can. You can. You'll be sitting at the table with me, and you can see things are going awry, mm-hmm. and nothing's really happening. Like you know, the order. Basic. There's basic order of event for any reception mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. You can see it's not happening. I've seen you go up to people and make sure. Yeah. You've even taken babies and taking care of babies <laughs> and say, "Hey, why don't y'all go do that, and I'll take care of the baby," kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Just to keep things moving for all the guests, because yeah. you you're very much in, in hospitality. Detail. Yes, I think in detail and I think in hospitality. Yeah. What would I be wanting to do right now? Right. Yeah. So therefore, I need somebody to hire me because I need to test my wedding planning skills. <laughs> and your me. first three weddings are free. 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 I just want to do it. Hopefully, people only get married once. But if you have three weddings, I mean, three you'll do the first. People. Three. Oh, okay. Honey, I'm getting confused people. again. I just think it. I just want to. I want to do it. I want to help with the wedding from beginning to end. And not have to do hair. And not have to do hair. Don't you feel like you could do hair and the wedding, and I could I feel be like your. I could. I could be your hands and feet. If I had, uh, yeah, that would be the thing. I wouldn't. I would have basically our entire family there and I would say hey Scott you're going to meet the cake lady at this door at three o'clock the cake goes here uh Jake you're going to meet the caterer at this door at one o'clock that food's going to go here so I would I would have I would have that planned out 
It would be difficult, but I could do it. I think I could do it. So what makes a wedding great to you? Like wedding, mm -hmm. reception, what are some things that you go, okay, this is what you should do. This yeah. is how you should do it. I think as far as the ceremony goes, a very thoughtful ceremony that you see some intimacy. People want to see intimacy and they want to see vulnerability in a, yeah. in a ceremony. Not that you want to manufacture that, but you maybe want to have some things where you know that you like, like singing, singing the blessing song, like we did at Emily and Joey's or, um, uh, personal vows that you get to hear them read. You want to see that vulnerability in the bride and the groom and just that open rawness that they have between each other makes a good ceremony. Um, we did go to a ceremony one time that I thought was cool that the pastor, the, the groom was like super into uh, superheroes, Marvel. Oh, yeah. It wasn't at the, at the ridge same as place. well. Yeah. And so the pastor was pulling out like he's looking at the groom and he's saying, you are going to need this Captain America shield. And he actually was pulling out the actual kids toys, you know. So well, yeah, and he was doing it, the armor of God. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Anyway, something unusual like that. Um, to fit with their personalities of yeah. the bride and groom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think maybe you can f see a little, uh, a little more intimacy if you know the bride and groom's background better, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then a reception, what makes a good reception is like we said, just kind of making sure your timeline is on point and being cognizant that you are now entertaining the biggest party you'll probably ever entertain. And, uh, just being aware of of the order of which you would want things to happen if you were a guest. So yeah, too much lag time in between things. But honestly, sometimes now, because venues are saying you have from this time to this time, you, people are trying to get out. People are trying to get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, we don't want to be charged that extra hour. We're going to be in this venue. So we got to be packed up and out of here, people. Well, for me, because one of my favorite things at a wedding is the dancing because I love the line dances and all that. I want dance music. Yeah. And I don't need, I don't, a lot of the songs that are played sometimes are sing-alongs mm -hmm. that you can't really dance to. And you want one or two of those in there. Maybe yeah, I mean. Maybe a Sweet Caroline Journey, or something like yeah. that where everybody's singing. But when it's too much that, because we've been to a lot of weddings where there's too much of that and there was like two songs to really dance to. Yeah. So mix it up and make sure there's songs to dance to. Right. And I thought at Joe and Emily's, they did a really good job of that. Like there were some sing-alongs and then there was yeah. just the stuff you want. There's the basics you want to dance to, all the right. line dances right. you want yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So the dance portion is very important. To me. <laughs> I'm really there to dance with you. Right. I want to celebrate the bride and groom, but I'm really there to dance with you. Yeah. Well, Sweet. the cake por the cake portion is very important to me. Yeah. I just want I just want some cake. You just want By some that cake. time I have usually worked all day and I'm like, where is the food in this joint? Like I need all the food. I'm so hungry. But I like cake. So that's important. So then every time and that's I, the thing about cakes. These days uh, these days a lot of weddings. I'm not gonna name names. You have this beautiful two tiered cake. Yeah. Uh, it's very small and it's so pretty because it's very expensive. Yeah. Um the top tier, you know, is that cake that you're going to keep for a year in your freezer and you're going to eat a bite of it. Yeah, and I don't know why we do that. It's I remember doing that. I literally, vividly remembering opening the freezer thing. and Yeah. What, where did that come from? Is that, is I that don't have any idea. Is that, to be, that needs that. to be on this month in history. history yeah. Um, the next tier is the tier you're going to serve to your bridal party. 
the rest of your cake came from Sam's. It's in mm -hmm. the back, and somebody's cutting it and slicing it. That's what was brought to us on plates. I mean, like in most cases, like in a lot of cases recently. Yeah. They are starting to wise up. I'm like, that is the way to go. Because honestly, Sam's makes good cakes. Oh, you know, Sam's or Costco or whatever. And that is that is the way to do it. Well, and take the expense out of absolutely making these giant beautiful you've got cakes. A beautiful cake you've got you know enough for your bridal party everybody else needs a little some bite of sweet of something at the end of their meal and they are they're happy with that and so that is a very smart thing to do so that's a little inside information inside behind the scenes information yes okay so every time we go to a wedding it makes me think of our wedding yeah and we kind of had a, a unique wedding we did because we got married on a softball field right home plate yep and I guess that was, was that, it It started out as my idea, right? And then you kind of ran with it? I thought it was my dad's idea. Oh, I don't know. I, he wanted us to elope is what, is what I remember. He's <laughs> I like. Well, I don't know that. He he's like, said, take this 5,000. Was it 5,000? I don't remember how much it was. My take dad this will 5, After every yeah, podcast, he will. He my lets, dad says, he's hey, our fact checker. about your last podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So be careful what you say right now. Because yeah. my dad is well, always listening. Well, I remember he gave us a choice of. We can put this to the wedding, right. or y'all can just take this money and start your life with yes, it. Yes, we should have taken the money. I don't know. <laughs> Five thousand's not that much if you think about it. I feel it. like it was ten, but okay. Ten thousand is more. We'll than find five. out later. Yeah. Anyways, yes. And we were looking at. We had just started going to a big church in town. We were looking at that venue. It was too it was, expensive. It was way too expensive. Yeah. But I feel like I was standing at the field with my dad and. You were playing. You must have been playing. Because at the time we got married, you were playing on a men's team, and I was playing on a women's team, and we were playing on a co-ed team. Yeah. And I feel like maybe we were there watching you, because I was talking to my dad, and I, and uh, we were talking about where to get married and stuff, and he said, well, you're here more than you're anywhere else. You should just get married here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I can almost remember him saying that. Um, and at that time, it was $15 an hour to rent the field. Right. So we were like, Okay. We'll do it. Rent the field for four hours. We basically started venue weddings. <laughs> we did with the softball field at <laughs> Random Hill Park in Arlington. Ourselves. We started venue weddings. So we had a balloon arch over home plate uh, and balloons around the field. We bought indoor-outdoor carpet, which was one of our most expensive things. At Home Depot. Yes, yes. I remember. And it was pretty pricey. To lay on the field from... Um, where did we have that? We had a strip it was, of it. It was home plate to behind second base yeah, where you walked. Yeah, a strip of it. Yeah, yeah. so because the limo took me and my dad to second base. We got out of the car at second base, walked down across on the, the indoor-outdoor carpet, <clears throat> across second, across pitcher, and to home. And so you and your groomsman, which your dad was yeah. the best man. And, and then my, my best friend was... Yep. It was a very small wedding very party. Very small, and my yep. mom was the um, matron of honor, and then another friend, childhood friend of mine. And so there was just four of them up there, two on each side. And then we walked you know, forward. You guys came in through the dugouts. Well, and we had folding chairs for everybody else yep. that and filled told, in the infield. We told everybody to come casual because we were going to bring their softball equipment because we were going to play ball for our reception. We had barbecue out over the fence. Yep, and... Over the left field fence, we had barbecue with a big tent set yep. up. And the cake, the cake was out there. Well, I remember, like, after the wedding, we went across the way to this bridge to take a bunch of pictures. Yep. It was, okay, it's August 8th. Yep. Is that the right day? Yeah. Yes. August was, 8th, and it was... Like 10-something in the morning. So it was, but it was still 90 it was degrees. Like 90 degrees. It was going to be 110 mm -hmm. that day or something. Yeah. 
So I remember just sweating in that suit, and then we finally got back over. It seemed like forever. Well, they came and got us because our cake was melting. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. We got to the cake, and the cake's leaning over like, like the Tower you, of Pizza. You better come cut your cake. <laughs> so we ran over there to cut it real quick. Right. And then we did play softball, and you hit it opposite field for the only time ever. That's the only time I've ever done Because you're a big pull hitter. I don't know that it was really, truly opposite field. I remember two up the middle. It was, it was on the first base side of second base. That's opposite field for you. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Because <laughs> I am a down the line hitter all the time. So what's fun about that is like, I guess the Parks and Rec person in Arlington let the news people know because mm -hmm. they wanted it to be an event to kind of advertise the park. All right. So we had the Star Telegram there, mm -hmm. which I guess is still a newspaper. I don't know. I don't know. They're at least online. Yeah. I don't know that they all right. print things. We had a they... cameraman and a reporter from star telegram yeah and the the title of that article was diamonds are a girl's best friend right mm -hmm. we still have that Newspaper. article mm -hmm. clipping yeah and then <laughs> was it maybe channel 11 news was there cbs somebody was channel there 11. it was on the news and i remember when we got back to um our apartment later the uh, on our voicemail you know, like we don't have phones back then. Yeah. So on our voicemail. Beep. Yeah, exactly. Channel four and channel six or whatever. It was channel had, four. That's what it was. It no, was two four. other ones had left us voicemails oh. wanting to know what time and where our wedding was. Oh, they didn't make it. They didn't make we it. We could have been even bigger. All right. And we were on one news channel. Uh, surely we have that recording somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's on a VHS. Probably melted to itself in the shed. <laughs> in the shed, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the newspaper article. But what was funny is... We stayed, that night we stayed in a hotel near the, in Arlington, near mm -hmm. the park. Mm -hmm. So then we were going to travel out. Your dad let us borrow his Lexus. Oh, yikes. Which, I guess Lexus were new things they back then. They were new, then. yeah. Oh, it fancy. drove, it's uh -huh. like driving on the wind. Uh-huh. And then we were going to head out to Colorado and drive out to Cripple Creek area in Colorado. Well, in the panhandle somewhere, we're around amarillo or something i go in to get gas because you had to go in back then you couldn't pay it the... man this is a long time ago uh, this, this was a century ago this sounds so, so crazy know, vhs tapes newspapers clippings you had to go in and pay with cash yeah um so i go in and they look at me and they're like were you not on the news last night so it had been on like the north texas news yeah and they, that was our 15 minutes of fame yeah they're we like were... you were you we got were, married yesterday, and we're, we're like, famous. oh, yeah. Yeah, we're totally So that famous. was pretty cool yep. as we made our way. The only people that recognize us in a gas station in Amarillo. But that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, I remember the morning we woke up, we were looking through the Star-Telegram, yeah. seeing our we were, article. We, we were eating our continental breakfast and reading about our wedding. That's right. At the Crown Plaza. Was that the name of it? I think it's still there. Yeah, it's, I, don't I think remember it's changed the name names. Of it. yeah. yeah. It's right near Six Flags right there. All right. <laughs> What a day. Yeah, I do remember, too. We had to go, let's see, after the wedding, we went to that hotel. But then the next day, we had to go back to my parents' house to open presents to get money, the money people had gifted us, to afford our honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should have taken your dad's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny thing too about the honeymoon. I remember. so we we would like to thank everyone who gave us cash because we got to go to because Colorado. we were able to go on our honeymoon. Appreciate right. you. Do you remember in Colorado we stayed at the cabin that my aunt and uncle owned at the time? That was half made. That it was, was half finished. A shell of a cabin that had no running water, no heat, no air, uh, because it was in August. You didn't have to have heat or air. Right. Running water could have been a bonus, but anyways, we had like 
a, a Coleman stove and some cans of soup and stuff like that. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Well, I remember could, the loo in the corner? Yes, we had. It was a porta potty with a sheet uh -huh. in front of it that yeah. your English uncle had written loo on. The loo on, yes. Yeah. So we left there one day to go. We had reservations to go whitewater raft. And we're looking at the map because, you know, we don't have phones. Oh, yes. I, I see where you're going now. We're looking at a map and we're like, hey, my dad is like, you need to take this road to get there. Now, this is those maps that you have to fold out and, like, spread on the hood of your car and look at. And you'll never be able to fold it back again. <laughs> right. So, we're looking at the map. And I'm looking at this little road, and I'm like, this road is like a direct road. Like, why would we go all the way this around? This has to be faster. My dad's always been so smart. I don't know why. Why did we not listen to him? I don't know. Do I you know. ever listen to your parents, really? Uh, yes. Um, I do now. Well, <laughs> maybe, when you were younger, maybe, did you? Yeah, I, I try to listen to my parents all the time. Uh, my dad's listening. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Of course I listen to my parents all the time. Oh, yeah. No, anyways, I've always, you know, I've always thought my dad is like one of the smartest men. Oh, ever. yeah, definitely. And he's always known how to get from point A to point B. The fact. I could say, Dad, how do I get from here to New York City? He'd be like, well, you're going to go 20 east, and then you're going to catch what I, he just knows. I don't know how he knows all the roads in America. He's a MAPSCO genius. He is. A, yes, he did have several <laughs> MAPSCOs. <laughs> he must have, like, literally committed those to memory. So, anyways, I remember looking at this road thinking, we'll just take this little road. It's called the Gold Belt Tour. Mm -hmm. We'll just take the Gold Belt Tour in Dad's Lexus. Listen, we were on tiny, teeny, <laughs> tiny dirt roads. <laughs> and like, cliffs. And cliffs. And then driving through small, maybe not so small, creeks and yeah. waving at the fly fishermen <laughs> that were in the creek next to us yes. as we drove my dad's Lexus through a creek. Trying to get, we, needless to say, we were like three hours late to our whitewater rafting. Didn't have a phone to call these people. Like, we couldn't call and be like, hey, we're running behind. We're on our way. We just got there and we were like, dude, we took the gold belt tour. And they were like, oh, no wonder you're late. Like, everybody knows about this but us. But think about this. We wouldn't have had that experience. If we had our phones, we'd have taken the shortest route. And we wouldn't have experienced the That's greatness right. of the gold belt exactly. tour. Exactly. It would have been just boring old interstate. Right. And we would have probably needed, realized we need four by fours to <laughs> go on that actual tour <laughs> so anyways shout out to dad who still knows how to get all the places the best way that's right with or without his phone yeah. <laughs> preferably without yep so we're talking about kind of our we had a quirky wedding for yes, sure and a quirky honeymoon uh -huh. so we kind of put a question out to our listeners like what was your what's the funniest moment or the most memorable moment of your wedding yeah so i've got a few of those if Love you'd like to okay I'm just going to use first names to protect the innocent, <laughs> but you'll probably know who you are okay. if you're listening. The first one is Andrew and Michelle, and I'm just going to read how they wrote it because it's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. He said, well, there's a little backstory. Cliff notes, here we come. I bought Michelle's ring online twice. Twice it shipped and twice it was stolen by someone in FedEx. I found out later that he, he was watching it. And it would get to Tennessee, and then it would be gone. So someone at FedEx in Tennessee was stealing the rings. Oh, wow. So it was stolen by someone in FedEx. The third ring made it by way of USPS, like the normal post office. Fast forward to the wedding. When it was time to have me place the ring on Michelle, I looked at my dad, and he looked at the person behind him, and so forth. Then my brother-in-law walks up with her ring in a FedEx package. <laughs> As a joke. As a joke. It, yeah. They already had it. Right, right. So that was the joke. But now, here's the fun part. When Michelle looks at her sister to get my ring, 
we see her trying to get to her wedding band off and whispering, I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> so Michelle, without hesitation, yells, we'll go get it. So the sister-in-law hiked her dress up, leaps off the stage, and races to find the ring. The rest was history. Oh, my goodness. So what's so funny about these stories, because I was actually talking to Andrew about this yesterday, is so many of these stories mirror the personalities of the wedding yeah of the couple totally like things that happen tend yeah. to be based on their personalities we've been at church camp enough to know that fits them perfectly. <laughs> right because you could see michelle yeah saying just go, just get, go it. get it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just it's so funny that things that happen tend to be the personalities of the people right. yeah. yeah so we have shauna and carl and she said carl was so nervous he started repeating her portion of the vows <laughs> So he was a little, so he was a deer in headlights. She said one of the best moments was having her dad and stepdad walk her down the aisle. Aww. So that's one of her. Uh-huh. Um, Greg and Tammy, he said one of the best moments for him is that Tammy went through with it. <laughs> He's like, yes. Um, but seriously, the meaningful thing for him was that they wrote their own vows and memorized them and said them to each other during the wedding, Aww. which is one of the things you talked about. Uh-huh. And the second was... But to memorize them, that's huge. Yeah, I, that would be hard. To be nervous and try to memorize your vows. Like, I think I could do bullet points and then yeah. just talk. I don't know that I could memorize it. Right. The second was having our family join us on stage and circle up and pray for us. So that's uh-huh. like the first thing as a couple they did was yeah, everybody pray for them. That's funny. Tammy, Greg and Tammy said that? Yeah. Because that's kind of something I've seen come back. Like, I feel like I didn't see that for a while. And now lately I'm starting to see like, like the prayer time with yeah, the, couples? the prayer time yeah. on, or their bridal parties kind of circles up with them, either sings a song of prayer over them or prays with them. Like while a song plays. No, that's cool. Yeah. And then Jimmy and Lori, this was pretty funny. Hmm. He said, <laughs> okay, he had a 7 p.m. wedding. He's talking about his wedding. Yes. And... He called the... No, he had a 5 p.m. wedding, didn't he? No, 7 p.m. Oh, wedding. okay. He thought... Okay, hold on. Let me start over. Okay. The pastor thought it was a 7 p.m. wedding. Right, yeah. It was actually a 2 p.m. wedding. So at 2.15, Jimmy calls the pastor, and he's like, where are you? And the pastor's like, well, I'm starting to get my stuff together to go for the 7 p.m. wedding. Uh-huh. And Jimmy's like, the wedding started 15 minutes ago. <laughs> So they ended up starting their wedding two hours oh late gosh. because the pastor thought it was the evening wedding. Right. So and it's like we always say, something tends to go wrong. Right. And you don't have a story if something didn't go wrong. Because right. like at ours, we had a boombox. Again, we're aging ourselves. We had a boombox sitting on the bleachers. Yeah. Your cousin sang, but didn't they play the wrong song? They were on the wrong side of the cassette tape? No. no? I, the wrong cassette tape was in the cassette oh. tape holder. Like, I okay. grabbed the cassette tape on the outside, like the holder. Oh, said, the wrong cassette was in it. The wrong cassette was oh. in it. And so, uh, when I handed it to my cousin, I said, she looked at it and she was like, uh, this is the wrong, she came back to the car, to the, to the limo, while I was waiting to drive in, and she said, this is not the right cassette tape that's in here and i said pick a song i do not care yeah and so she picked whatever song and that's kind of what i've I, you know we've always said it's like if your wedding goes absolutely 110 percent perfect exactly how you planned it what a boring story to tell your grandkids like have something fun happen yeah there's all like just just go with it you know well, and like our because thing all of these stories you know well and with our song we were always going to remember it was the wrong song right so it kind of helps you remember the whole day i really. don't know if i remember what song we picked i, I don't, don't remember if i remember what song was played yeah 
But it was just funny that it was the wrong song. Yeah. I remember you turned to me and looked like, and you were like, that's the wrong song. <laughs> and we just, we fought through Who it. Cares? Yeah. Yep. It was still it's a good, it was anyways. still a good song, man. That was back when you just played a song and you just stood there. They don't, thankfully, not a lot of people do that anymore because how awkward are you just standing there for like three minutes looking at each staring other, staring into the eyes while you're trying to find something to do? <laughs> yeah. Because it's awkward. Or if you're staring out to the crowd. Yeah. Um, okay. This is Chrissy and Sam. And this is pretty funny. I'm going to I'm gonna read it like she wrote it on this one. Sam te- still teases me that I cried during my vows when I said for richer or for poorer. <laughs> I still say I was choking back tears the whole time. And that just happened to be the words that I broke on. <laughs> but he hasn't forgotten it. That his privileged, in quotes, new bride knew she was marrying a poor youth pastor. <laughs> I also remember when we went to light the unity candle. Sam's flame went out, and nothing we did to relight it would work. So, in what he thought was a brilliant idea, he pulled down one stick from the candelabra that lined the stage. When we successfully lit our unity candle, the rest of the song was spent quietly arguing under our breath to each other on stage, (laughs) with hands joined, of course, about how I wanted him to put the candle back in its place so that our pictures didn't show one weird blank space where a candle should be. So even at my wedding, I cared about stage presentation and could not believe that didn't matter to him, too. (laughs) For the record, he flat out refused to put the candle back, and it was probably a good call, given that his sleeve could have been set on fire in the process. Oh, my goodness. But I still swear I didn't know what words I started crying on. (laughs) Even when everyone else laughed, including him on stage during my vows, I thought he was smiling at my sweetness. Nope. He was laughing because I cried it for poorer. <laughs> and she's still like the stage person. Oh, yeah. She's very, she's, that's her she's, thing. Yeah, she's good at it. Yeah. That's her spiritual gift. <laughs> okay, this is Stacy and John. So this one gets a little complicated, so stay with me. So we were engaged in January and planned the wedding for the end of June. Got it? By April, we were both tired of all the wedding planning, which kind of happened to Joe and Emily. I think that happens to everybody. Yeah, everybody gets And we just wanted to get married. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So the 1st of May, we went and picked up a marriage license, planning to elope. So they're out of there. Wow. We planned that we would still have the June wedding for our families. Well, John had a friend that agreed to marry us. And then a couple days later, John called. And a couple days later, called John and talked to him out of it. So the friend that was going to marry them talked him out of it. Okay. He was concerned that our families would be hurt that they weren't at the real ceremony. Yeah. Well, that license expired, and we had to get a new one for our June wedding. At our reception, our pastor brought the marriage license to us for he and us to sign. Our pastor then noticed that it was expired. <gasps> I finally figured out that I had brought the wrong one. Oh, no. We were leaving in about 10 minutes to go to the airport, so we had to confess to John's dad that we had planned to elope. <laughs> Full disclosure. And try and find the new license and bring it back to the church. Oh, my goodness. So the cat's out of the bag. Oh, wow. Another thing happened. We had little bottles of bubbles for people to blow as we were leaving out of the church to get in their car. Yeah. John's stepmom decided, without us knowing, that there needed to be birdseed also. Oh. Remember back in the day we used to throw rice? Can't do that. Yep. So as we were walking out, our friends, in quotes, decided to not blow bubbles, but open the bottles and throw liquid at us. <gasps> then add in the bird scene that, bird <laughs> seed that was thrown <laughs> by cupfuls, by the way. We were a sticky, seedy mess oh. and had to swing by the apartment quickly to change clothes and head to the airport. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have been upset. 
if I'd have had chunks of bubbles thrown at me and birdseed. Oh, goodness. Crazy, right? That's, oh, wow. But kind of awesome. They're always going to remember they had to yeah. do that. Oh. So this is Ron and Lori. He said they had a long Catholic mass for our wedding. After communion, the priest wipes the chalice out with a cloth before he restores it to the holy location in the tabernacle. <laughs> like, it took him some time to do that. Yeah. One of the bridesmaids witnessing this exclaimed, What's going on here? We don't have time to wash dishes. There's a wedding going on. <laughs> she said that out yeah, loud? Yes. Oh, my God. After the, after the outburst, none of the wedding party could keep their composure. <laughs> so they kind of lost it after that. So, and that reminds me of the Catholic That's wedding we went hilarious. to. We went to a Catholic wedding recently during the pandemic, oh, yeah. uh -huh. and you, they have one goblet, right? Uh huh. And you took your bread and you had to go to the goblet. Right. And you had to do, you could choose to drink out of that that everybody's drinking out of, right. or you could do the Wakanda, is what I called it. Yeah. Like right. you put your hands over your chest yeah, just to let them know yeah. you didn't want to. Uh huh. So that reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah. So even though we had some crazy thing happen, there's even crazier stuff out there. It's yeah. stuff you can't, if it was in a movie, you would go, this is silly. Yeah. This couldn't happen. Right. Again, but it's just so funny. you want something fun to happen. Right. I mean, I think it's a good thing. And yeah. weddings to me are, it's one of the most fun things we do. It's like, yeah. it's like the best date night for us. Right. Because you're enjoying the new couple. Mm -hmm. It reminds you of your wedding, our wedding. Yeah. And you just get to reminisce about your wedding and right. just, I just love the whole, yeah. the scene. And if they have good dancing, have I'm good all dancing. in. And cake. And we know now that Rebecca wants to be a wedding coordinator. Shout out. So. Right now, like, I'm, I want to be planning someone's wedding. So is it going to be called Hardy Party Planning? Have you thought of a name yet? I like that. I don't know. Something to think about. Hardy Party Planning. Hardy Party Planning. I think I like that. Okay. Well, anyways, yeah. if you need a wedding plans, <laughs> didn't you? Weren't you just on the phone? You did a Zoom call with a bride with recently, the bride right? Recently to yeah. work out the details of her reception. So yeah, I I enjoy that. I like the puzzle pieces. It's like a vacation too. I like I like putting the puzzle pieces together. I like trying to make it all fit. You like parties and you like throwing parties, That's so right. it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that it was fun to talk weddings, reminisce about our own, and hear about some crazy stuff at other people's I weddings. I know. That was a lot of fun. I, I think that I need to plan a few weddings, and then we need to have another podcast on, like, how What that went was. wrong at your wedding <laughs> that you planned? Yeah. What, what I did terribly. <laughs> <laughs> what I learned, and that's why you got it for free. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't already, like and subscribe our podcast. That really does help us out on iTunes. And yeah, if you have any other weird wedding things and you want to leave them in the comments, we would love to hear that too. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's so always fun. here to lo always love to hear those stories. Yes, it makes everything awesome. All right, hearty party five and a half over and out. We'll see you next time.